Welcome to Puff on the Stack, a UK podcast focusing on Star Wars Legion that talks about tournaments, the meta, news, tactics, tales from the tabletop and a whole lot more. So if you want some top-notch English banter and laughs, some Legion insight, then you're in the right place. But watch out, this show will contain language of an adult nature and may offend people. You have been warned. Welcome back everybody for, to Pull From The Stack and this week I'm joined just by AGST but we don't need anybody else because he's glorious. Welcome and hello. Hey man. Yep, don't need anyone else. This is good enough, just the two of us. Yeah, that's all we need, just us two. Cockles is um, busy sleeping so that he can watch the Super Bowl when it's live because he's English and it's on like two in the morning or something and I guess he's got the day off work. Um, so he's not the game that lasts forever. Yeah, it's like a six-hour game because of commercials, because Americans like to milk stuff. Um, so we've got a few events that we've both attended, and one of us has run and played in. In fact, to be fair, I, I ran an event as well that I played in um, to talk about some games to talk about. Then we're going to talk just a bit about some droids, some droid action. With, as I'm starting to love droids, and Andrew's been on droids since day one, like hyping them. Um, and then we're going to talk about LVO and what happened there and the top list and our thoughts just kind of on that. So we're first we're going to start off with your event that you run, Andrew, um, and you got to play for finally. Yeah, it's uh, a real change for me to get to play. Um, most of my events tend to sell out um, and or it's even numbers. So I just do it for the fun. Um, but this time there was uh, 11 because we had to cap at 12. And... Um, because there was a Star Wars Destiny Prime on at the same time, but it was fine. Um, Twelve people was still a good turnout for us. Um, but I played droids because my son was playing my Imperials, um, which I wanted to use. Yeah. Well, you won't have uh, any issues with Destiny tournaments being on anymore, will you? <laughs> well, no, that was it. <laughs> and I was, I was walking around in between when I when I could. I was like, uh, "So, do you still like Star Wars? Do you want to come and play the game that's still going?" <laughs> just, just rubbing a bit more, bit more salt in that one. Yeah, there's a, there's quite a few, bit of interest from it, which is always great for us since a lot of them were locals as well. So can't come. So was I'm guessing it was just a standard three rounds, eight hundred points kind of thing. Yeah, nothing special this tournament. Um, so yeah, eight hundred three rounds. Um, uh, we did have a undefeated champion by the end of it, which uh, with twelve people you can end up with two undefeated, but one it wasn't me this time. Um, so you ran droids. Well, we yeah, love, we love a bit of droids. Um, I tried to go a bit different because I thought I could do either double the fall or the typical um, grievous of six droids and two droidicas. Um, so I went for um, six droids, uh, three no, sorry, five droids, four of them with the black gun, one with a rocket launcher and uplink, grievous, and three rolly droids. Nice. That's a similar list to what I run at Prime, but we'll talk about that later on. But it's a good, it's yeah. a good, a good it's a good sort. It's more reliable than Double of Fall. It's probably less fun, um, but it's it's a lot more reliable. You you understand how the list works. Droidicas are massive. I think Droidicas are just uh, they're amazing. Literally, like um, I, I lost one or two every game, but the amount of damage they kick out and the amount they save with their shields, it's just like they are beasty. Um, droids though are shit like there is nothing good about them <laughs> but I still love them because they're so shit they're good 
yeah, droids, um, droids. I don't know. I'm in a bit of a, I think even from coming from Rebels and just that crying when a Rebel dies because you didn't pass your save to just not caring that I've just took five droids off from one single shot. It's kind of a, it's like a relief of, oh, my droids are shit, but it's good that they're shit because I can just take them off. Yeah, it's like, as you say, you killed five of them. Oh, well, I've still got four, uh, well, three guys left in an eight-man squad, and that's still got the heavy weapon pump, punching hard. But, yeah, no, um, it was really good when uh, two and one, so I lost the first game. Um, it's it the Rebel, the new Rebel heavy weapons. Um, so that was all legal at my tournament because um, we got them in before uh, they were released. Uh, along with the Luke and Vader cards and stuff, but a lot of people who are attending got a set from my Prime. So I said it was all legal. Um, but the Rebel Range 4 weapons, they were catching me out, um, and it was getting some good line of sight shots, catching me in the open with eight droids. Uh, the terrain was... Uh, what were we playing? It was... Oh, it was key positions, um, and I advanced way too early on it, um, so I couldn't... Um, maintain holding the middle when he was just plinking me off too quickly yeah, but you go down faster, if, if you if you're spending all your actions moving and getting to them they and they're just hungering down and shooting your droids just disappear pretty fast yeah it's just i was moving shooting um and then i was bunkering down but i'd lost too many before i got to bunker down properly um and I, th I think I was just a bit too used to the Imperial approach, where you can just walk forward, bunker down, and just stay there, holding that middle position. And I've never really played Rebels. Um, so I guess that probably helps on your point. Uh, what, uh, so what was game two? That was... Um, I was against uh, Imperial. Imperials. I find... Um... Um... I know. I lie again. It was it was another rebel list. <laughs> I, find, I find rebels are. Well, it depends if they've got Luke. Then rebels is hard to play against, like Luke and some Tontons. But most of the time, Reb Imperials is kind of a depending on the mission because you've got Grievous and the Deckers. It's kind of a uphill battle for the Imperial for the Imperials. So just it just it depends a lot. But I, I kind of like. With droids, when I go on against Imperials, I'm kind of like, oh, it's like a relief of, well, I don't have to deal with Tontons this round. I just have to deal with their shooting, which I can I can out out body and out out wound. But so, but you played you played Rebels, not Imperials. So. Yeah, you're gonna win the attrition war against Imperials, aren't you? When you do a gun line. But yeah, the Tontons I don't mind, I think, when I've been playing them. Because especially if you've got Rollies, they can um, be a good shield because they protect the troops behind. That's how I've been doing it when I've been facing Taunt. Yeah, especially, well, I run jammers on my Deckers. So I put my Deckers out in front, my army behind. And when the Tontons hit my Deckers, they're jammed the next turn and you can't get any orders on them. Yeah, I did see that when you submitted a list for um, Team League. Yeah. Um, and I, I questioned it, thinking you put the wrong thing on it. But now, in hindsight, I think it's a, yeah, it's probably a good move. Yeah, it's, it's good as well for when you can really disrupt Imperial gun lines with it as well. Because two speed, three moves with their base is fast. It's like same, well, it's same speed as a Tauntaun. Um, yeah, uh, my only issue, though, is with that is... Um, activations and that's the, probably the only issue i have with droids at the moment like even with nine activations it's you struggle 
Yeah, I, I mean, when I do it, I try do it right at the end, even after Grievous, double mover, if I need it. It's, it's, it's kind of one of those, if if I'm playing against Imperials and I'm, they've got Krennic and I need Grievous to hit them turn two and I don't want to get Overwatch twice, I'll do it then. I'll triple move, double move up, and then Kurhia one round the corner. I might get shot one time, but I mean, heavy cover, make it so they can see both guys so that one of them will live. It's, it's a risky play, but depends on where you can end up. It depends. It all depends on like the terrain, but it's a nice little trick to always have. Just sat there for five extra points if you need it. Yeah, no, it's a good fullback. Um, I might have to try it myself. Um, so what was game two? Uh, he uh, it was um, he was quite new to the game, and it was basically his first tournament. And uh, the guy was really nice, but. Um, I think he never. I just kind of over swarmed him. I had nine activations. Is that yeah? And he had eight. So it was kind of. I just used the, the numbers game, and with droids, you've got big numbers. Um, so, um, yeah, we ended up again key positions. Uh, it was a long march. I think it was two one to me on that one. Yeah, key positions with droids is. It's good if you're, if you've got the decker list. I don't think it's good if you've. The double the fall is a weird one because if they're a gun line in, in double the fall against key position, I think if you die too early because you always the two commanders are probably always going to die uh, in double the fall against a gun line. Yeah, you're just hoping to do enough, enough damage yeah. first. Yeah, but if you die too early, like turn three or four with one, and then if they say you get to turn five or six and both your commanders are dead. If they're not killed enough, I think you can just lose on key positions against against like the Shaw, Krennic, Boss, Gunline, Death, Death Troopers kind of thing. Yeah, I've played Double the Fall a couple of times, and I'm just not enjoying it. But I guess we'll cover that uh, later. But um, my last game, though, was against another uh, guy who turned up to the tournament for the first time, and it was fucking nail-biting for me. So I dominated one half of it when it with um, it was recover the supplies with just battle lines and uh, I think it was limited viz. So uh, he had Bubba Fett and he he didn't pick up the middle box first. He did it for the um, he went for that one second, and Bubba Fett took my whole army shooting at him. He had like nine suppression by the end of it, and I think I'd only put two wounds on him. And I was like, fuck's sake, he's going to do Boba Fett things and run away like a big girl. And he clears off four suppression, one action, runs away. Uh, I had to get Grievous, uh, I one pipped to chase after him, and uh, I put more suppression on him, and I, I think I put another wound on. But then he ran inside a building, and I followed, and I got. Five, what was it? I got three hits, and he failed all for all the five saves uh, with impervious. Uh, so I got real fucking lucky on turn six, um, which then determined that I won because obviously it was, uh, he dropped the box, and I think I destroyed more box, uh, troops than him. There's about sixty points in it, I think, and it was only just. So it's a real good game for someone who's quite new to the game. Yeah, that's good. I had a similar thing, which we'll talk about later, but. It went the wrong way for me, but we'll talk about how daft it, how like crazy it was. But that, that's, I mean, so you had, you had, you only had three wounds left, taken two. Did you say? Uh, he, yeah, I think from shooting at uh, Boba Fett, I put two wounds on, yes. uh, and then he had three wounds left when Grievous actually finally got into melee with. 
Yeah, so him blanking out just basically guaranteed you. Oh, yeah, that guaranteed me the... Well, it didn't... It, as I say, it was only about 60 points in kill difference. Um, but... So you went... So you ended up going two and one there with droids, which yep, it's not bad. Um, so you played two Imperi two rebels, one imperials, and then yeah, a couple of new players. Droids are good. Droids are fun. I I'm having the most fun I've actually ever had with Star Wars Legion playing droids. Um, I think it might not just be not because they're droids. It might just be because I've changed from rebels because I've played rebels since the start. We've only played imperials at one event ever. Um, but droids are just. I think it's the numbers. I like the swarm. The swarm just feels good, and then Grievous is probably one of, if not, it's probably it's not as good as Luke, but it's probably like the second best commander out there behind Luke. I'm finding like I think I'm going a bit off Grievous. I'm loving more the fact it's the B ones and the Droidicas doing the heavy lifting because maybe I'm just getting really unlucky with the one pip. Like I'll hit eight units or something, put all the suppression out, and I'll do like two wounds across a whole arm. Yeah, I, I I feel that with the two pip. I mean, the two pip's good for the suppression. Um, I use it for suppression, and then the damage is an extra. Yeah, that's the main thing Especially for it. Especially against it? Imperials, like if I do some damage with it, it's like that's a bonus. But as long as I hit with everything, it's two suppression and everything. That I'll, I'll take that. Here's a key question, though: Are you tenacity or endurance? I am one hundred percent. Endurance. Hey, same here. Yeah. So, I think you'll clarify this for me. I haven't double checked it since um, I uh, it came up in the tournament. But endurance, if you're playing hostile environment, you still get to remove one suppression, don't? You? Yeah, yeah. Because it says before at the end of activations, isn't it? Yeah. So it's a different uh, timing. That saved me in one of the games as well because I still got to remove one, and then the next turn I could strict one to put him down to one suppression from three. That's yes. And I was like, wasn't touching any terrain, and it was just like, ah, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. So I so I went I've been to two primes. Um, one prime I ran in with tenacity, and the next prime I ran in with endurance because of what happened when I had tenacity. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that's what. So. You say somebody went three and zero. What did who was? Yeah. What did they have? Um, is uh, he's, he's been gagging to win the tournaments that I've been running. Um, he is rebel player. He ran what was it two torn torns Han Chewy? Was it? No, it wasn't Sabine. Um, he hasn't got her yet. Uh, three rebels with Z sixes, and I think it was the snow speeder. So roughly around that. Uh, yeah, the snow speeders. There's a lot of chat online about how good the snow speeder now is because of how dominant Tontons are. But with what we've seen in Las Vegas Open, if you took a snow speeder to LVO, then you was in for um, some shit games <laughs> with like sixty percent or fifty three percent of a hundred and twenty. So like, there's hundred and twenty people went to LVO or something like that. I think it was hundred and fifteen. 53% of them, so almost 60-ish players, was Imperial, which is massive yeah, when you think about how huge. much everybody cries about Tontons. But we'll talk about that later, but having the airspeed is good if your meta's like, dominated by triple Tontons everywhere. Like Around where I live, it'd be pointless to bring an airspeeder because I think over the two tournaments I went to, I think I probably saw maybe 10 Tontons out of 22 uh, out of 40 players I probably saw like 
I probably saw a bit more. I probably saw about fifteen units out of like forty-four players. Some, some, okay. So like, I mean, our breakdown was quite even. So it was four Imperial, four Rebel, uh, three Republic, and one Separatist. So yeah, it's a good it's a good spread. Um, so not heavy biased on anything apart from anything but me playing separatists. Yeah, so you, yeah. He was the only separatist player. Yeah, every time. So if Thomas doesn't come to my tournaments, I will be the only separatist. Um, I think the last time he came, me and him were the only um, uh, one. <laughs> it's just one of them that. I mean, as somebody who's played two separate tournaments with separatists and doesn't actually own a built army, I own an army but not built. I can see why a lot of people aren't using because they're just they. I mean, I built two guys out of that new set. Um, I built the new commander and the thing. They're not that hard to build. as coming from like Age of Sigmar, so like I understand the the crying and the, well, not the crying, but the people saying that they're annoying to build if you've never built before. They're like. Yeah, eleven pieces of droid. It's like clipping the eleven pieces off and physically gluing them one droid will probably take you about five minutes, regardless of what you're doing, even if you're rushing. Yeah, but as you say, if you come in from a other miniature game kind of thing, it's not a big deal. There's worse miniatures out there. Yeah, yeah, there is. There is worse. Um. So, so, so Rebels with an airspeeder took out an event? That's... I'm pretty sure he was running an airspeeder. He's been playing loads of them at the moment when we've been practicing games. Um, but I'll have to get him to send me his list. I haven't got it to hand. Mm. So... But yeah, I'm pretty sure he did because it was Han and Chewie, which was the big throw thing. Was, he'd only just brought them that week, painted them. Yeah, it's cool. Han as well. Han is pretty. I love Han, but he's just. He's. Because of how the meta's progressed with droids and gun lines and tauntauns, he's just can't play. He doesn't have the sharp. He has the sharpshooter one, but that's all he has. If you had sharpshooter two, Han would be amazing. But if you're shooting into tauntauns, they just spend a dodge and then the cover just laughs at you. Yeah. Shooting, uh, shooting into droids, you kill two B ones. <laughs> as a, I mean, as a nice change for it, it's it was a good surprise, I think, and not. I suppose it's similar to the LVO with the uh, Palpatine scenario, isn't it? Not many yeah. people play against it or remember how to, so yeah, it's got that catcher mode. Yeah, especially because it's, it is almost the same. In fact, it is the same thing as a Palpatine because Palpatine's all about his command cards and hands all about his mm -hmm. command cards, so it catches people out. Doesn't matter about the model, the, the command cards that that turn, every turn catches people out. So it's it's good. It's pretty good to play. Um, I played him back in the day. Like when he first came out with him and Leia and Chewing, I think I took out a tournament with it. But he's he's good. I just at, my, at a fun tournament, I'd bring him. But at anything where you need to win, I think he just stays in the box. And and Chewie for that matter. As much as people like are saying, "Oh, you bring Chewie to win the sniper war," but he still just if you want to win an event, I think you just keep Chewie in the box as well, like a big event. Yeah, I'm, I think I think Chewie's still got something, but as you say, it's only because it's either keeping you in the sniper war or keeping other rebel. If your if your core units are your focus with like your Z sixes and stuff, 
or the Tauntauns, like you can keep them alive a little bit long. Yeah, but you can just bring three medic droids for sixty points, and then still have fifty-five <laughs> points left over. And it's, yeah, valid it's, point. It's basically the same thing, except from you get a lot more flexibility out of it. Yeah, uh, fine, yeah, valid, <laughs> valid point. That. Not thought about it. Yeah, like, I'll bring Chewie for ninety-five points on my three naked rebel troopers. I'll just put a, uh, a medic droid on each one, and then that way I have more flexibility when I want to do it with them. I don't have to rely on them not getting crits so that I can actually use my ninety-five point model. But, and it always rolls crits when you don't want them. Yeah, it's like, oh, you sniper double crit. Well, I'll take him off. Chewbacca stood there like, ah. Yeah, so I ran slash played slash... Oh, I didn't run it because you're not officially allowed to run the Prime and play in the Prime. So we had the store owner run it. So he basically did all the, the, the thing. In. The only thing I did was consult on rules judge calls, not line of sight or all like that. Just like physical rules, which was like two over the course of four games. Like four rounds. So that that was that, but I ran droids. Um, was that free and cut to two then? Yeah, it was a free and cut to two. We didn't end up cutting to two because I'll tell you, like as it plays out, you'll understand why um, without just spoiling it all straight away. Um, so I ran Grievous with tenacity, strict, aggressive, and his gun because you don't like, you always put aggressive and his gun on think as a bare minimum, and then you fill out with what you want. And I ran six units fully upgraded, two of them had rocket launchers and HQ uplinks, and four of them had the free black gun, because this was a week before the new guns came out, so I couldn't use them, because we were not in the States, so even though they might have come out like the day before the event, you can still use them. Um, but this was a week before. Some people had them, because some people got them early from FFG, but you, nobody oh, actually okay. used them. Um, it's like I had Luke's operative command cards so if I really wanted to I could use these command cards because I've got them like I've got official ones all from your event and so but nobody did so it was it's just nobody the conversation didn't need to happen because nobody did it um but and then I ran three two units of deckers so I ran an extra droid unit over the decker that you done yeah so you uh, do you have the link targeting array on that when you're running only running two no I still had it comms jammer on both uh, okay because I, so I never yeah i never order them not really not till late game like when i when grievous is dead and the only command cards i've got is those and it's just like whatever um but i played clones in my first game which was breakthrough um breakthrough standard deployment and clear conditions like the most boring playing match you could play and I set my entire arm in a blob it, within like eight inches of each, like on a corner, and he set up like half his army broke opposite. Then two of units, he just had six units of clones Dooku, uh, Rex, and Obi Wan, and then he just had an extra guy in everyone. It was just like units of clones just maxed out as much as he could. Okay, so and no bark. No bark, which, is, which was interesting. And there was just a big line of sight blocker, well, the two. It was it was a weird one because like he didn't fully commit to shoot out trying to out shoot my army, so he had two units that didn't do all for two turns, whilst I had every single unit in my army shooting. And basically because of that, I killed the unit on turn one, 
killed Obi-Wan on turn two and I killed Rex on turn two. Oh, wow. Yeah, so my entire army moved on turn two, moved, shot Obi-Wan because he left him out in the open and didn't have an order on him. Because he used uh, Rex's card, that one where you gain extra range. Oh, uh, yeah, you increase range by yes. range. By... So he ordered that, give it to Rex, give it to another unit, and then move Rex up because he gets an aim. Shot with Rex and supported fired one of the shots. But it was into Droidicas, so I just didn't care. <laughs> what a waste. Droidicas with all the shields up, so I just spent four shields. I was sat behind the barricades for heavy cover, then rolled two defense dice. Like, he got eight through from his big shot, but I just spent my, my battery shields, the cover, and then rolled two, so I didn't even lose a Droidica. I mean, that's pretty disheartening from the other side. You're like, yeah, like eight, nine hits, and it's like, ah, oh, not even in model removed off the table. And then my six units of droids move, shot, do move, shot, Obi Wan and killed him before he could activate. And then my last activation of the turn was Grievous move up to a building. No, so he'd already moved up to it last turn. So he scales it at the start, moves across, scales it at the start, and then moves into base contact with Rex. And then just slaps Rex on turn two. <laughs> and then I played one pip. Uh, I'll be uh, Rex's. Grievous' uh, one pip into two of units of clones. I'm and surprised then, there was anything left after that, though. And then Chad. End of turn three, he had two units on the left hand side. Those two units that I said he misdeployed. But he was a new player. And he'd never played a real game. He'd played loads on TTS against his brother. Ah, uh, okay. Um, and it was just like one of them. I mean, I borrowed the hit. Was the best part about it was it was his droid army. <laughs> no, what you borrowed his <laughs> army, borrowed then beat him with it. His army, then beat him for Scott. So um, it was fun. It was good fun. Um, then what did I play game two? I game played played game two. I played against one of the like the, the Scotland guy the, what they called Alex Jordan. Went to Worlds. I don't know if he went to um, Nationals. UK one. Okay. Him and his mate Chris Raffitt, the two Scottish guys that came down. They came down for the weekend and played. Um, so I'd won and he'd lost. So you, because we had twenty-two people at this prime, there's always one playing down. So yeah. I ended up playing down into him, and he had a, a shotgun line with double dobacks. Um, and it was vaporators, and I. I didn't really want Vaporators because a unit of droids touching a Vaporator is annoying because it's so many models that you're just like, oh, for fuck's sake. It's like when one unit goes out, it's almost, it's just, an, it's a, when you have to spend two units to, or four units to do your Vaporators on turn two, it's a lot out of your arm. You can't just send like a naked trooper over. But because of his list, he only had units of short troopers. So I was happy to not shoot with a unit of droids and him not to shoot with a unit of Shaw Troopers, it's like a better exchange for me. So I went, I pushed for Vaporators. I was blue as well, so I pushed. Well, we was tied and I won the roll off, so I pushed right for Vapes. Um, L shaped deployment, but not the one where you get to scout. Uh, yeah. Offensive. So he had shotgun line and two Dubaks. Yeah, so he had three inch of Shaws, three mortars, Krennic, two Dubaks, two snipers. That's pretty cool. Did they have what weapons did they have on the Jubex? Anything? Uh, he had the long range crit gun. Uh, oh, the four white one. Yeah, he had that gun. 
10 pointer. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to find a list of Dubaks. Yeah, the Dubaks in this game did nothing. Like, I think they. Well, at the end they did stuff, but I'd already sealed the game. Um, so, so turn one was just like a move, but I, I, he deployed really aggressively. To, he put his vaporator practically in the middle of the board behind the building, but on my bottom of my L, if I just move out, I can see his vaporator fully. Uh, so I deployed all my deckers there, my, my two units of deckers, and four four units there, then two units at the other side to just go up and touch my vaporators because he, he was no way. He could do all. He could send his do back, but he'd get there too late. I'd already double tapped it by that time. And um, so first turn, I shot him auto dead, and I killed. I got unlucky and only killed one sniper, even though I could see them both with a unit of um, full full man eight droids with a rocket. <laughs> so I got really unlucky. I got them out in the open as well. That's how unlucky the shot was. And you get like just the red hit in, and that's it. I got two. I got two hits, and he saved one. I was like, oh, fuck. You got better luck than me. I normally just get the one hit and that's it, and it's from the red dice. <laughs> now I got two in and he saved one. But to turn one, I moved Grievous up right at the end, no shots. And then second turn, I jumped him up on top of this building that his entire army could see. I didn't even get to attack. I just whirlwind and shot a unit. But he put two suppression, three units of shot, two units of shots, two mortars. And I thought my whirlwind had killed that one remaining fucking sniper. But obviously it didn't. But he shot another. He shot another mortar dead. So there were two mortars dead. On turn by the start of turn two, and then from then on, his entire army shot him on turn two. So I didn't get a single droid shot. At, didn't get a single shot at my droids for the full turn turn two. So you can imagine how much damage my droids are pumping out because they're just not getting shot. So I've got did Grievous survive? Grievous survived. He'd only taken three wounds, <laughs> but because of all the suppression. He ended up with, I think it like 10 or 8 suppression. And, and panicked. And panicked off this building. And then he continued turn 3 to shoot him, even though he's probably going to run off the next turn afterwards. So for two full turns, so for all of turn 2, all of turn 3, my droids didn't get shot at. Oh, well, that's my, a win-win for you there. All my droidicas. So by the time Grievous had panicked off at the end of turn three, the only thing he had left was a unit of Shaw Troopers, Krennic, and one Dubak. At the end of three, it was just it, and three of my units of droids was just a single move away from touching the mid that vaporator that he put so aggressively. So we played another turn out, and then we just called it end of four. It, okay. Oh no, I think we no, we went all the way to the end actually. Sorry. Yeah, we went all the way to the end. I think that was turn four, end of turn four. That was, that's what were left. Uh, a unit of Shaws, a mortar, and a do-back. Because he, he's obviously, his do-backs eventually got into my lines and started running through and killing like four or five droids to charge. But you, they're just going to get bogged down. But they just got bogged even down. And I just stood there, reloaded my rocket launchers, just fired rocket launchers into them. Yeah, the impact, yeah. So, <laughs> so then I ended up just touching his vaporator once. I could have like double tapped it, but I didn't need to. He was nowhere near ever to touch it. And then an, even if I didn't touch it as well, I wouldn't points because I still had he didn't kill a unit of droids and he'd only killed the unit of droid because in Reverse he killed two activations. I was still had seven at the end. Um so that was it was a it looked like he could have gone close and then Grievous just lived for two turns. Like shooting him all then... turn two was a, was the right play, but carrying on shooting in turn three was the wrong play. 
That's what. Well, you, you played your one pit by that point though as well, yeah, haven't you? Yeah, so you big Gary moves done. It was done. He put out suppression. He he killed a mortar. He did all right. Um, game three, I played Nicky, which was like the worst. Me and Nicky always have banter in his games, and I always wind him up, and he he, he never winds me up because um, he just don't really listen. Like I don't really listen to him, and he's <laughs> which is a good friendship. He's running this Shaw gun line triple speeder bike. And anybody who knows or heard of Nicky Myland, he's probably the best speeder bike player there is. Without a doubt. I've never seen anybody... like I can play against somebody with triple speeder bikes and just not care, but if, if it's Nicky, then I'm shit scared. Yeah, I've, I don't think I've ever seen him not play bikes. It's, it's horrendous playing against his triple speeder bikes. It's just horrendous. He's just so so smart of moving them and putting them where he wants them to be just you think he's going to do something and he just doesn't do it and you're like Fuck. did he play X-Wing before I know he played Sigma has he ever played X-Wing no nope, never played I'm it. not sure if he picked he, that he played like two or three games against me with it that was it but in X-Wing oh, I just wonder if play. that skill would have carried across like that sense of the manoeuvring and positioning and stuff I don't know where he got it from um, in X-Wing he, we, when we did play we played for like two months but only against each other we never played anybody else I think he played Tom Reed once um, who's a really good X-Wing player um, and he ran the TIE Swarm which is like nine TIE Fighters or something so he had to be like really good yeah. at keeping them close and shit so that's he kind of learned a little bit from that because he played a good ten reps of the game with the same list um, but so running this list and I'm running the droids it's recovery supplies and I, this is the only table I'd not set up the, the Scottish guys from the were playing the night before and they'd set it up put a fucking building smack bang in the middle and it was ah. recover the supplies <laughs> and I have Grievous <laughs> and he's not running Bubba for a change and he's not got Normally Bubba he he's got two Sashors, two Mortars two Snipers, three Speeders Krennic and um, a unit of DLT with a Medic I think so, uh, some I want fully it was like 10 activations but he wants three shores um, so first turn I set up and he set up in this blob and then Nicky Mr. Myland decided to knock his entire army and <laughs> fuck up the entire board state of everything but his three units of spikes and not when he, and also when he knocked his entire army he knocked his objectives everywhere and everything he just knocked everything I was like oh, I mean, fuck how did that happen because his like, entire army he... was at the side of a building, and he knocked this building. All oh, right, then knocked his whole army. Yeah, and then everything was just rod wrong from there on. So I was just like pissed off. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna slow play. I'm gonna play to turn three. I'm gonna jump up. I'm gonna grab this box. I'm gonna win three two. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> so it took him like half an hour to put his army back to a state that I agreed upon. Um, and then even then, I wasn't happy with how we were moving. It it was just one of them like where he triggered me, and that was it. I just wasn't in a good mood. Um, and then right at the end of the game, I, I said to him, it's, it's over, I'm going to move here. But, and he said, you don't even need to do that, you've won. So I said, fair enough, I won't do it. Just, you know, like one of them, you've won, that's it, game. Just conceding, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. We carried on rolling dice out, and then he, he went, right, I'm going to move here, I'm going to shoot you. So that one thing I was going to move was this unit round behind a building, just to, just to put it safe. And he comes out, shoots it, and he goes, I can only see unit leader who's carrying a box. 
<laughs> so the next thing he does is snipe my box. <laughs> Even though he's conceded. Even though point. he's conceded, and then Honey Dick's been by saying, don't move that unit, just leave it. <laughs> he he so, baited you, mate. He baited yeah, you. So I dropped this box, so it's 2 1. And then he goes to move his sniper onto this other box right at the far left. But because he's knocked all his objectives, he's forgot to put his objective back. So he's never moved his sniper. So he goes to move his sniper and it's out of range to pick up this box. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously I don't let him have it. <laughs> Get your own back. So it's 2-1. And in this game, he's conceded three times already. He conceded turn one when he knocked everything. <laughs> So I beat him like four times in one game. It was funny. It was just a horrible game. None of us were happy after it because it's just what happened. Um, it just it just ended what it was. I was always probably going to win it just because that Grievous box. Because it's you. It was just that Grievous box. We know what he could do. My other two boxes were always safe. He had one unit of speed of bikes left at end of turn three. Um I mean, I've done that mistake with setting up terrain, though, as well. Um, like, you think, oh, yeah, let's just measure because you've got key positions. You want it dead center. But in actual fact, um, as a hit, as a tip for anyone, I think you told me this as well when I was setting up for a tournament before. And it's like you want it centered but off-centered. So when you do get recover the supplies, because it's that easy one to forget when you're measuring ranges of where you want certain buildings to be positioned. You want it centered but off-centered so a box is not, there, like on, as you say, like top of a height two building, which no one can get to if you're playing just all imperial gun lines. Yeah, I've started to just put a piece of area terrain in the middle now. Yeah, area it's terrain possible. or, or a kind or of a line of sight with stairs. Yeah, or a, so, building, so both. or a building with a barricade hang, hanging off of it, and the barricade's the key position. That's what I've been doing a lot of the barric making the barricade off of a building the key position. Uh yeah. So you've got, so you've got the building just yeah. off centre, then a barricade that comes out that everybody can see clearly from To the side. dead centre. Yeah. Yeah. And you just have that as it. Or or even just like a box or something like something that's separate to that building, but it still lets you place that building there. And it not to be the key position, because having a big line site blocking building sometimes can be annoying. Um, Especially when it's dead centre. Yeah. So that happened it just a it's just a fucking weird thing. It's just because we two mates I wouldn't like a, I probably wouldn't have got triggered by anything else other than the fact that it was Nicky doing it and it just messed up stuff and he knew I, so I moved two units of droidicas behind this building that building that was in question and uh, I didn't put them in rolly boy mode do you know I put them in rolly boy mode but I didn't switch out the models alright oh, yeah and he shot me from seeing my, the guns on my prong the prongs on my guns but obviously, uh. if I switch out the models, they can't see me because the Rolly Boy mode doesn't have the prongs on the guns. It's a little tiny Yeah, button. but if you haven't switched it, then I guess that's the issue of it, isn't yeah. it? I mean, I haven't even built my Rolly Ball models. Um, he knew so... what I was trying to do. Like, I, we, Did we... you have them to hand, but just didn't swap them? Yeah, I didn't swap them. There was in the, uh, guys okay. the box that I, swap, that I borrowed the armor from. So I could have just picked them up and swapped them. But now I've learned my lesson of always swap them. Because it's an advantage to Especially you. Especially against Nicky. Yeah, it's just a massive advantage because they just take up less area and they're just smaller to see. So that game... Yeah, I need thing. to build mine. Let me one thing, and if anybody's listening, always swap them. Do it on your second move, right right at the end, and just place the movement template, and instead of picking up your droid and putting it at the end, just put the droidly boy model there. You don't have to, it doesn't affect anything whatsoever. Everybody says, oh, you're picking up and moving it. 
you just do it at the end. You don't do it at the start because then you're affecting stuff. You, you, Jodica's not going to be in the same state place. You just put your template down and put it at the end of the template instead of putting the other guy down, not switch them out straight away. It's easy because like, if somebody switches. I mean, out even straight, when it comes to switching them out, it's not a hard thing. You put a movement template in the one of the prongs at the front or the rear, yeah, and then just hold it still and then switch them over. Yeah, I think the easy way is to just do it once they move, right at the end. Yeah, I mean. Because obviously you've got to switch them uh, over at the end of the turn as well, haven't you? Yeah. Technically. Yeah. But then at the end of the turn, it's one of those, if you're going to move, then move and then switch them. Yeah, it depends if you go first or if anything's shooting at them if for well, line of sight to turn it. Yeah, yeah. Just, but, but it was just annoying that he shot me because I didn't move to replace some models. And then I lost a unit of Jordica's turn one because of it. Um, just it just that so we were both triggered. It was just a funny trigger game. Nikki conceded three times, lost four times. I lost once. <laughs> just a funny game. Um, and then final round was meant to be me versus Justin Reed, who went also at three and zero with a Vader tank list. And there was another three and zero, which was an eight activation. Oh no, sorry, seven activation clone army. Seven. Yeah, oh. seven because he had triple bike. Um, oh right, <laughs> a triple bike and Obi. Triple bike Obi and three units of clones or something. Yeah, but they were like maxed um, out. It might be an eight, eight or no, sorry, an eight, but triple bike. Um, where did he come? Did you say we went three and out? Yeah, he also went three. Nav, Nav, he's coming to Worlds now. Actually, he went three and out. All oh, right, so you went three and out with your list, and then Justin Reed just went three and out with three of the tank, and then Nav went three and out. But the standing was me first, Justin second, Nav third. Well, all right, nice. The strength of schedule. Me and Justin had the exact same strength, but I had a higher extended strength. Because, I think it's because Nikki finished fourth. Oh, okay, which, yeah. Which, well, that's the strength, but Nikki's other opponents also finished, like, me first, which puts my, which puts Nikki's, it puts the extended strength of schedule up higher because I was in front of Nat Justin, so I ended up first, second, and then Nav third. So Nav didn't make the cut. Me and Justin was meant to play. We both have world invites. Um, Nav didn't, so we just give it to Nav because he's three and zero. Yeah, yeah. Did so, you? Um, and then we just didn't play. What did you do game. for the first place prize? Uh, Justin just conceded it to me and gave me. Ah, okay, so you've now the, got two give, boxes or three? Two boxes. So Justin gave me the box and I just give him the little medal because I've already got a medal so I just, I just, we just, I just give him that medal There's so that's actually of... one whole box because they've all got one empty and missing there's nothing in the rules saying I can't give away my prizes and Justin can't concede so and those are big yeah, yeah. about everybody crying on Facebook about somebody flipping a coin to see who won uh, yeah they flipped a coin didn't they in the states for a game yeah, me, um, me and Justin basically looked at each other and went I went, I want the box he went I want the middle I said fair enough you can see let's go <laughs> and I'll give you <laughs> like just that's all it was um, and then but Justin collects stuff though doesn't he yeah so. and then I do man I went to another prime the weekend after Justin's prime which funny enough is he also went he also went undefeated at <laughs> same uh, list um, no he ran clones and went undefeated Oh, what, eight activation or...? Yeah, he had two speeder bikes. Bloody two, hell, surprise. Yeah, he had two, four, and then uh, Rex and Obi. Um, but this week, oh, okay. I switched it out, and I took out a droid unit and all the extra guys in each unit, and put in another unit of Deckers. 
So I went three deckers, five droids, two with rockets, three with the other gun, and one HQ uplink. And then just aggressive tactics, tenacity, uh, endurance, and uh, the pistol. Um, game one, I played clones again, which was funny. It was almost the same thing, but instead of breakthrough, it was um, vaporators, and he put one put his vaporators right on the left and put one unit there. That was it. One unit to cover two vaporators. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I put two units of droidicas opposite him and shot them off in three turns and guaranteed the win. Yeah, I mean, even if they go <laughs> don't get touched, you're still yeah. cutting it a bit short on yeah, it's, it's the all, movements and yeah. action. It's almost in, it's not impossible, but you have to do it from the start. So then he put yeah, he had six Obi Wan Abai. Uh, oh no, he had he had. He was seven. This was the seven activation list. So he had four a bike, Obi Wan and Rex. But his four all had an extra guy in. All had grenades. He just gone big dick on them. He was a new player, obviously. You can tell. Yeah, yeah. You, that's that's a common mistake. And everyone goes, "Oh yeah, these grenades are great," and it's five points. And you're like, "Yeah, yeah no, you never so, really want to be at range one." I think that was almost like the same thing. Um, Rex died turn two. Obi Wan lived till the end because I just left him and walked past him, and then I ki- I killed everything else. And Obi Wan's left on a wound at the end of the game, and I had maxed out my vapes, and he had not even touched his vapes. So that's just... a pretty big swing. Yeah, and then second game I played against this was this scared me. Uh, double do back with flamethrowers, two <laughs> two units of officer full snows with flamethrowers. Two units of DLTs, um, no, two units of Shaws with two mortars, and then two snipers and oh no, well, there were no snipers. Then there was just, um, it was nine activations and there was fears. Did you just hide in a corner? So we had this big, massive Millennium Falcon in the middle, massive, and I mean fucking massive, like took up the entire board almost. So I put us on L-shape, so he had to come round it at one of these little sides. Um, put us on vapes. And uh, put us on... Um, what's it called? Rapid reinforcements? Oh, yeah. Yeah, drop in. Yeah, drop in. So I just rapid reinforcements. So droids for the sole purpose of dropping them on top of my vaporators and then tapping it and shooting next turn. So I don't have to bother removing all my droids and shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he did both his snows. So, what I did first was move. He, he deployed so aggressively, basically. Because he didn't. So, that he didn't get a flamethrower shot off, even though he had four flamethrowers in his army. He didn't get a single one off. Um, because he couldn't get around. But he, he couldn't get round because of the size of the, the terrain and where the other piece of terrain was. And he had to go through my droidicas. Oh, so you, you place them in front you of your army. Move them, and I've obviously got six of them, and they take up a massive amount of space when you can space them out and make it just so that a unit can't get through. Yeah. It was massive. But basically, my entire army shot turn one um, because of how aggressive he moved up onto his vapes. And it was like a four turn game, and at the end of the fourth turn, he had. He, uh, Vias left and a unit of DLTs for summer. It was it was. I'd 
my casualties for the game was three wounds on Grievous and one droid. <laughs> I mean, that should didn't. not be happening. He just didn't get to shoot. Turned two, I, I whirled into four units and a, a, and two do-backs. Oh, sorry, and one do-back. Turn one, I killed a do-back. Turn two, I killed the other one and a unit of shorts and a unit of snows. And I think I killed the other unit of snows as well, all in one turn. It was just massive. It just... Whirlwind when you've is... got that many flamethrowers, he should be dominating you. <laughs> yeah, he got zero. It was just a... He'd pretty new... And I had a really good table to stop him from doing anything. That Millennium Falcon probably won me the game. Also, well, at least made it. That's why I lost so little. Um, in game three, I played against a Wizard Lizard. And we got Palp and Bosk. Oh, um, great. Pretty new guy. He played about 10 games, but with the same list. So it doesn't matter if you've new, but you've spammed the same list. You're pretty decent. Um, it was Recover. But the middle box was out in no man's land and it was near nothing, like fully in the open. So I got two of mine, he got one of his right at the start, but his other one was also in no man's land and I deployed all my deckers opposite it. And I just suppressed him to fuck to the point that he only picked it up on the final turn because he was that suppressed with his units. But cutting a long game short because we went to time and I actually ended up getting timed out and that's probably what lost me the game. Um... I sent Grievous all the way around into his other box carrier, which, to win the game, there and then, I rolled eight dice on Grievous to kill two Stormtroopers and blanked out. <laughs> blanked what, out. Just blanked out on the whole attack. On the entire attack. And that was to kill the two guys to drop his box on turn six, and then he can't get near his box to pick it up. There's nothing there. Nothing within one move and pick it up. Alright, so this the opposite of what happened to yeah, me with against uh, Bubba Fett. I did the complete opposite. So he had two, and I had two at that point. I was like, oh, well, I'm massively up on points anyway, because I'd killed like four activations and I'd lost nothing. I had two droid units on one guy, but they were just hiding, and they had they had my other boxes, so they were just safe. They were miles away from anything. I thought, like, oh, well, I've probably still won. But I forgot that turn he played, oh, he played Palps 1 pip. <laughs> Whoops! So that unit of two guys retreated around the corner. Palt moved back and zapped Grievous to one fucking wound. I was like, no, because I wanted him to die. Because obviously he's got Bosk sat there, who's bounted Grievous, because there's no other bounty target. <laughs> and then just takes him out. <laughs> and then Bosk just shoots him and takes him out. <laughs> and then next activation, he moves and grabs his final box before that unit gets panicked to death. And then I was, I had. Two units of rocket launcher droids to go and all three droidicas to go. And I got timed out. And there was all in range three of that unit that had the box and there was only three guys in it. So was that a hard dice down time? That was a hard dice. So you had you time round then an extra 15 minutes then a hard dice down. So both your tournaments that you went to, uh, what times do, did they run for you? 2.15. 2 hours 15. And that including deployment? Not including deployment. So two hours, 30 max right at the end. With the hard dice down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so that's the same as what I run. Yeah, so if I'd have had another five minutes, because all I need to do was pick up dice and roll dice. He had no more activations and I had five to go. So I just need to pick up dice, roll dice, pick up dice, roll dice. No moving, just pick up dice, roll. Pick up dice, roll. So that was your only loss? And that was my loss, but it was a tough game. I was in the league from the start and I didn't need to do that stupid thing with Grievous. But 
I'm a very impatient player and I couldn't bother just sitting back with my two boxes letting him have his two and being like well I've killed three units by turn four so I'm winning you've killed nothing so I pushed too hard and then lost to, to the boss bounty <laughs> which is so unfortunate because um, Palpatine shot me four times so it should have probably killed me he didn't even realise he wasn't even trying to do it that was the worst part he wasn't even what? trying he was just trying to kill me is it four, 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 four shots and didn't kill no, he, uh, well I had a dodge on from his one pip because I also played his one pip that turn <laughs> so I, I I attacked him with eight white eight with, with his attack and then one pipped and blanked out completely on that unit I rolled 12 dice at a unit and blanked out <laughs> it was fucking hilarious it was funny um, I mean overall though I mean between the two of us that's what seven wins two losses for droids that's pretty good repping yeah yeah and I think if me and Justin had played that game it might have been another win because uh, not to put Justin down but he's never beat me and I mean he's doing well but I, I think it'd have been him but oh well yeah, we didn't play so it didn't matter uh, Justin also went 3-0 at that event and was meant to play that guy but Justin, as it being his own event, just conceded the win. Yeah, that's the, the sensible yeah, thing. And to Justin do, already it? has an invite, so that guy was getting an invite regardless. And then. Do you know, is he, actually, is he going? Is probably, he going? Probably not, because he's, he's only been playing for like two or three months. And then um, I dropped all the way down to six <laughs> from playing on the final table all the way down to six. It was hard. I was like, oh shit, that's what happens. I've never, never had that happen to me because I've always gone undefeated. <laughs> so, um, so how many did they have that uh, that's not Leodis is it Ele Element was 18 okay so another healthy good turnout yes. is, is that their maximum no they could have had fucking 50 if they wanted to 80 if they wanted to I've never been to Element so I don't yeah, know how big it is Element can hold um, like Element holds 60 tables so you can, you can have like 120 people oh blimey that's a bloody yeah, good yeah Element's thing, massive man. yeah Element's probably the biggest one in the UK yeah, I need to come up north fact, at some point. In fact, it is the biggest one in the UK because I don't think any one's bigger because it's got two rooms and they just don't use the other room because it doesn't have heating. <laughs> so if they wanted to, they could probably run like a two, three hundred person event. They just don't use the other room. Um, yeah, but it was nice. good. I, I enjoyed droids. I um, Now the new guns are out, I don't think I'll ever use that free black gun. I think I'll always use that sniper gun because the criticals just guaranteed. Uh, see, I don't agree with that. Uh, guaranteeing that your opponent is going to take four saves every turn is amazing. See, I'm leaning towards um, two rockets, uh, two poison guns, and two B2 units. Yeah, I, I, I like With one B2. two deckers in Grievous. I like one B2. I don't like two because the coordinate chain stops. Well, that's why you take two rockets and then you can actually split your army for a change. So you have uh, the, the rockets coordinate to the uh, poison guns and then the B2s. And then obviously the other side, they pop their up and can do the same if need be. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. I'm going to try and one B2 unit after seeing that new gun. But then I realised that new gun's exhaustible, but... Uh, it's cycle, though, isn't it? Yeah, so, so it, re you it fire recharges it off, every yeah. other turn. You fire it off one turn, and then next thing you just fire eight white, uh, four white, no, five white, five black at a unit. Yes, if you've got the extra dude. No, no, you have, they're a four-man unit, aren't they? And then you put... Are they four or three? I think they're four. Am I wrong? No, they're four because they're 48 points and they're 12 points a model. 
Yep, no, you're right. Yeah, so and it goes up to six, isn't it? Yeah, a normal squad. Yeah, so I think they're good. They're 80 points. I think you always put... I generally, genuinely think you always put one in. I just yeah, really yeah, think I'm, you do. I'm buying two. Um, as I say, I'm going to be running that list for a while and see if it's any better. Yeah. And I'll probably end up only ever running one like I do with Royal Guard. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to buy one and put one in because I like them. I think they they serve a good role. Um, they're probably better in the double or four list because you've got, they have too much things to focus so that your B1s get there because they have to focus Grievous or Dooku. And if they don't and they focus your B2s, then Grievous and Dooku get there. So they, they, they seem on paper really, really, really strong in a double or four list. And if it's six of them? Mm, you, can, you don't want to take six. I think you take one. But then you just, you're taking one and nah, knowing just, that, you got to take six for the meme. You're taking one and you're knowing that it gets there every single game. But... We've spent a good hour just talking about three but, of the, the events we've been to. <laughs> I mean, we're gonna do well, a seg- well. segment on droids, but I think we've talk- talked a lot about droids anyway. Because we- yeah, we've dropped in and out of that, haven't we? Because uh, we've been playing the droids. So I guess, did you watch much of Elvia? Um, I watched all of the thri- Friday, and then I watched the final games. I did. I missed. Yeah. I missed Saturday. I was. I was at. I was at an event and then afterwards I was uh, I went for something to eat so I missed like I think I missed every game Saturday I think I saw one game um, I think... yeah I didn't watch any on Saturday I, I I went back and I've watched most of the Sunday game yeah so I the only thing I have with LVO is and all the, the American events and it's going to happen at Worlds is they borrow to terrain which in itself isn't a bad thing, and I know why after running such big events, why you borrow terrain. The cost is just cheaper just to borrow terrain. But what you get when you borrow terrain is inconsistencies across every single table. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm tooting my own horn a bit, but at London, we had the exact same amount of stuff, give or take two or three pieces per table. So we had at least four area terrain, at least four line type blockers, at least four small line of sight lockers at least eight pieces of scatter terrain and then we built up or down depending on how big the line of sight blockers were how big the scatter terrain were uh, so across like the 40 tables we had uh, the 20 22 tables we have it was consistent all the way across it it was themed differently we only had like some tables looked the same like we had like four tattooing tables with the blue buildings and the trees they had four of them, but all four was different. But if you played on them, they played differently, but not differently enough that would affect your gameplay. And the tables from LVO just looked like if you brought speeder bikes, you was going to have a, an amazing day because there was no area terrain anywhere. And that's my biggest like complaint with with what I've seen over in American letter events. Um, but I think if you... It also promotes having a kind of varied list being able to deal with the different types of varied terrain rather than it being like a as you say like a, a standard uh layouts in yeah. that sense i know obviously it's great having like your big line of sight blockers guaranteed and your low ones and like your mixture like you do but at the same time if you've got a list that can deal with having hardly any line of sight and having lots then you've got a better rounded list in theory yeah, but then you can also get fucked. You can lose games because of the table. Like, yes, 
like that guy I played at the tournament when the Millennium Falcon was on the table. Like I'm not gonna say he won. I won because of that, but a big part of the reason why I was able to dominate him so much and win so easily was because of how big that piece of terrain was. And if I, that terrain wasn't on the board and it was two other small pieces, it would have been a much harder game for me. Well, it would have been a game because it wouldn't even have been a hard. It would have just straight up been a game. Whereas with it, it wasn't a game. I just won basically before the game even started. Yeah, I think overall, though, I mean, they still look very impressive. Yeah, they look nice and represent the game well. They look nice, but it gets to a point where you lose gameplay because of looks, and they're very close. Like some of those tables, have, and it's the some well. It's not just me, but a lot of those tables lose a lot of gameplay just because of how they look, and they look nice. Like there's one where it's like, like winter trees everywhere, and they all block line yeah. aside, and that's all you have. You just have trees everywhere, and there's no area to in, and it's just basically a bunch of imagine loads of buildings that you can't get on top of or can't move through. And that's what it is. I did, yeah, I did see that one. There was there was one or two which I was like, mm, they're a bit skeptical. But overall, I think ninety five percent of it was really nice. Yeah, they're nice. Um, it basically it stopped me from running Tontons at Worlds because that's going to be the same stuff that's going to be at Worlds. That's how much it's, and that's the reason why I think Imperials did so well, and the reason why the like Las Vegas meta was Imperials because they know the terrain that was going to be there and it favours Imperials so much that it skewed the meta, I think. Um, when you have no area terrain and you just have line of sight blocking walls and buildings and not a lot of scatter, Imperials are amazing because they can stand out and shoot and get shot back, whereas Re- Rebels just can't do it. No, I think it's a it's a valid point, and uh, obviously, if uh, it's Brendan, isn't it? I think who runs it, no. he's listening. He might take it on board. Yeah, no, Brendan's the judge. L um, L J runs the event, and I've told him a lot of times. Yeah, he, that's true. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them know that, but it's cost wise. So obviously, you it's either they yep. run an event by yep. using everybody else's terrain, or they don't run an event. So obviously, run an event using everybody else's terrain. But, yeah, I mean, as you say, like when I uh, when I signed up for the prime, I didn't want to use forty k terrain. So then I went out and spent a hundred quid on three three D printing stuff on just filament for myself, which filled up a couple of extra tables. And if you've got a bigger tournament, I mean, mine was only a prime. If you've got they need to be done better, painted, and everything. So it does cost a lot. Yeah, it does cost. I mean, we've just fitted out euros. With the um, pre-painted, pre-made um, game I use stuff, and that's just like cost and a good couple of grand, like well, more than a couple, more than a few. Like, that's I mean, much it's that's costing. great though because FSG showing they're going to invest because that's not a one-year thing that would get reused every year now. Yeah, that's a, that's basically a a English slash European like collective of terrain that we're going to use it euros every year and any english events that have above like 30 40 people fantastic um, but, i'm looking forward to that so that's uh, i mean i always talk about terrain because as a when i run tournaments and I, I run a lot now and i'm trying to push the uk big like for tournaments that's like the, the first thing i make sure i get right is the terrain you can fuck up on the day as long as the terrain's okay <laughs> um 
Well, let's be honest. It's not going to be like uh, was it Gen Con, the really bad one. No, we've, they've improved from there, but there's still. Oh a lot. yeah, yeah, first year of Gen Con, I'm yeah. talking about. Second year is a lot better. Yeah, but they can still improve, like. Always, but then yeah. so so can your events, like as you say, like you saw probably mistakes about your tables from London. So there's always going to be improvement. Yeah, but it's the point of you need to make sure that people understand that you can't just get comfy. That's why we've gone, we've stepped up with all the U, the game that you stuff because we got if we just use the stuff we got from London, we've just got comfy and just not bother to improve. So now we've improved, but um. So the reason why I was talking about terrain is the terrain on the tables on stream was fucking horrendous. <laughs> You're gonna slag it even more, but what the temple one on the final no, day? No, that one was okay. It was that Star City tall bus terrain on Friday, where it's like here's eight pieces of terrain that I'm not above height one that are height one, and then here's a few benches here and there, and that is that is your lot. Here's a big, massive piece of terrain that's going to be key positions, and it's it's in somebody else's deployment zone. <laughs> it's in the blue player's deployment zone. Like, what the fuck is that? It was like a big, massive, like landing pad with one of the star shuttles on it, star tall shuttles, and it oh, okay. it was that big that it branched into the blue players. If if you got at key positions and lost on that map, then you was just an idiot because you started with that key position in your deployment zone. I have to go back and look yeah, at that one. It was I only watched Sunday's games. Yeah, so, so the tooth tape. Yeah, I mean, I watched them. I can't remember much. I remember the last game came down to like a few dice rolls. Luke Cup played well. Um, this, I would I would. The final table was amazing. Um, it had a good mixture of everything. That was a really good table. Could have done some more yeah. area terrain, but with Nerfly, well, Nerfly set it up nicely. It was a good table. But they were allowed to just pull everything from all the other tables. Well, you did that in London, though, for the final table as well. Yeah, well, I pulled one table from side and put it over. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with doing no, no, that. No, there's no wrong. But that's why it was so good. Good time. I mean, I'm, I was intrigued to watch Luke Cook's matches, actually. Um, and that's why I went back out of my way to watch them after they'd been played. Because I watched him play Orchimedes in Invader League. And with him being the current world champion, I was like, oh, this would be a good game. And it was just, it seemed like he either got outplayed or didn't play very well in that game at all. And I was like, well, this isn't like, what, where's the hype for this player? Considering he's the world champion, or world in inverted commas, obviously. Um, but then watching him play, was it uh, Nima? And then, uh, who was the other guy? The final, second guy, second placer. Kyle. 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 Yeah, um, it showed like his skills showed a lot better in them two games than it did during the Invader League games. And it might be the list, it might be a lot of other factors, but it was nice to see him living up to a reputation, his reputation. Yeah, yeah, he backed himself after um, taking two hard defeats in Invader League. He, obviously, I beat him and then he got beat by Alchemies for the third place round but yeah and that's why I was kind of like eh, where, where's this skill did he just get lucky the first time round but uh, well, them t two games definitely showed a lot of a lot of high skill play yeah I mean there's a reason why we call him Luke Cook um, and not just because his name's Cook but because he cooks his dice because he's that lucky <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a crit machine um, 
Okay. It's, it's not. It, a lot of people say like, oh, you only notice his bad rolls, his good rolls, but that's because most of his rolls are average or good. <laughs> there's not many bad rolls. Nothing in between. <laughs> no, but no, he's a good player. Um, and we was going to go through the top eight, but we're catching on, so we'll just talk about the top two. Um, yeah. It was nice that there was, well, it was two Imperials, um, but two different lists. One, both of them, the very on, like not on meta, but very good at countering the current meta of Tontos and shotgun lines with mortars everywhere. Um, so we'll talk about the winners list. So we'll talk about Luke. So I'll go over this one. Um, so he's gone for Ember Palpatine, which is absolutely, absolutely a top top pick in this meta and I've been telling telling Nikki to run it for a long time and if I own Shaw Troopers I'd probably be running Palpatine Shaws at, at Worlds but I don't and I don't really want to buy him um, I've been trying that but um, but he's got Palpative Anger and Aggressive because you don't need anything else um, you can have Push and all that stuff but if you just don't put me in the wrong places and if you play like Luke plays and let me tell you I watched enough Luke games and played him once now to well I've only played him once but He's a very passive sit-back player and he'll push in on the final turns to win. So you don't need force push when you're only going in the final turns because most things are going to be dead and Nolk's going to hold him up. Um, so it's a big waste of 10 points in it. And then he's got two units of short troopers with a gun. One has a medical droid, two units of mortars, a naked stormtrooper with a medical droid, three snipers and royal guards with staffs, tenacity and environment gear. Um... His big pull the strings target, oddly enough, is the snipers for the first two turns, and then Royal Guard. Um, this list plays where you play your free pip, your am your ambush or assault, whatever it is. Put it on all three sniper teams, leverage the snipers, and then turn two you play, and then obviously with Palpatine you get a fourth sniper shot. Plus your medical droids mean you always win the sniper war or you always kill a lot of tontons or and the guards as well. Yeah, you just guaranteed. And then, yeah, the, you win the sniper with two medics and guards and a Palpatine. Because even if, like, if they shoot a, yeah, and you're in a shit position after you've shot, you can Palpatine pull the strings and just move them back out line of sight so you don't lose the unit. Um, yeah. Let's say you've not gone with a unit of snipers. They shoot you, kill one. You could then move around, shoot, in knowing that, and then just Palpatine pull the strings and pull it back around and, and then heal it up to full. Or you could just heal it up anyway and then shoot again, like... Um, so you and then you play an entire legion turn two, which puts obviously on everybody, and you just go with your snipers straight away, sniper, 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 and then Palpatine, and then sniper again, and just absolutely dominate by as you've shot eight snipers, and that's why he's got yeah, aggressive, and that's why he's got aggressive tactics on this because the snipers for the first two turns will have orders, and it's massive, massive ten points is that it's so good, giving those three snipers and and don't forget. He Palpatine orders the Royal Guard every turn as well, so all that's left in his bag. Yeah, surging Royal Guard. It, you, the amount of dice you roll defensively or offensively, they're always going to hit a set. Yeah, all that's left in his bag is um, troopers Oops. and Palpatine every turn. Well, for the first turn. So as soon as he draws Palps, he just moves and pulls the strings on the snipers or Royal Guard, depending on the position in the mission. Uh, if his short troopers are in a good position, obviously he's going to pull the pull the strings on his short troopers over his snipers because it's just a much better shot most of the time. Um, but aggressive tactics on on the snipers for two turns is amazing. Um, 
and then he basically just does that, grinds you out, and then on the final turn or two, runs in with Palpatine in the Royal Guard. And there's a lot of move, move, move Royal Guard, shoot with Royal Guard, then Palpatine and back so that nobody can see them safe. You can do the same thing with Shaws. Move unit Shaws, shoot with them, then Palpatine, pull the strings and move them back. And he did a lot of that because of how defensive a player he is. Uh, and that really, really pushes his advantage in like, in a gunfight, if you can get a shot off and then just hide, you're going to win the gunfight because they're never shooting you back. It's definitely the thing I wouldn't be doing. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> Which is why I don't think Palpatine suits me. Um, I've been trying with him. Uh, not that list, but I've been trying my own versions of it. And it's, I pull the strings to be aggressive and get the second shot off of a full shore trooper or something. And it doesn't pay off as much as keeping the the unit alive. Yeah. Um, so do you want to go over Kyle's list? He's, he's got an interesting list. A very good answer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't squeeze any more Hunter in if you tried. So at the top, he's got Veers with aggressive tactics and electro binoculars. So that's spotter free. Um, then Bosk with Hunter and Stims. And then two store tro- uh, Shore Troopers sorry, uh, with Heavy Weapon, Extra Trooper and Hunter. Uh, a third one with comms technician, hunter, uplink, and the heavy weapon as well. Three mortars, and then a unit of death troopers with config, uh, DLT, and hunter. So everyone is getting aim tokens all day long. Which, as you said, for the meta, that is pretty spot on. Like, if you come up against Tauntauns, you're just going to smash it. That um, You've got nothing to worry about whatsoever. Um, and then because you fire with the mortars first and you just get one um, wound on something and then you fire the shore troopers who've got an order so that's one aim they're going to aim as a second action and hunter for three aims you're going to get all hits through yeah he's not got any snipers which is massive considering what we've just talked about in Luke's list and you can probably see why Luke won the game when he's got in four snipers no a turn no medic either and no medic yeah, you can go forgo the snipers if you've got medics, but he's obviously banking too many points here in other places. Yeah, and um, so I think the game ended 2-2 and then points destroyed because Boss got Palpatine. Yeah, uh, that's right. Luke got the middle and it was 2-2, then points destroyed. And probably a lot of those points were destroyed by the snipers and Palp. Um it's a very good strong list. It's very meta because it does obviously, like you said, counter the Tontons, but it also counters Grievous massively if he's out in the open, Hunters on Boss cool. and all yeah. of that. Well, uh, def- most big things these days have yeah. multiple wounds. You say like um, Mortars, Royal Guard, Mortars, uh, Tontons, near enough anything. All the characters in the game because you've got Bosk, so you yeah. light, light him up with a full unit. So all these Shaws are full units because one of them has a comms tech and the other two have extra guys. They're all six man Shaws. So you light him up uh, with a Shaws. Nine dice, isn't it, I think? Yeah, light him up with a Shaws. No, it's uh, 12 dice. Uh, eight, 10 dice. No. Um, no, nine dice. No. Yeah, you're right. No, nine, nine. Yeah, um, seven black, two white. Yeah, yeah that's we, right. With Hunter, if you give him an aim, that's another... If you, if you, if you order them, that's another aim. Oh, you, I completely forgot about the fourth aim from Viz. And then a fourth aim... Yeah, so you, you they can... If they're in range, they can stand still aim. If they've got an order and that's another aim. If Rears is given aim, that's another aim. And if the unit is shooting has already got a wound, that's another aim. That's four aims without even trying. <laughs> You've not even done all. <laughs> that's You're nine just, crits, basically. Right? It's like, take nine saves, you fucker. <laughs> just take them. So Nikki wrote a similar list with a new 
new um, trooper gun, that critical three gun. Oh yeah, the, the four white. Yeah, but I think this list is just miles better because it's like that has to spend so much points doing it to get um, aggressive tactics. No, yeah, no, no, the one where you move um, and get an aim. Oh, offensive push. Yeah, so you put the new specialist in, then offensive push, but these just get it by getting an order, and because he's got that HQ uplink and all three comms relays, he's getting an order every single turn on these shores, regardless of what card he plays, as long as he refreshes that auto team, that auto HQ uplink. Well, that's why you've got Veers, though, isn't it, for the Imperial Discipline? Yeah, v- oh, yeah, and then Veers for him Discipline, which is going to trigger on your Death Troopers and your shores. Yeah, I would say it's a nasty mm, list to play against. You can see how he made it to the nasty. final. Yeah, it's it's a very very strong nice list. Um, but that was the final of your two Imperials. Top eight was five Imperials, three Rebels. Um, just as a side note, it was three, four, five, six. So all three Rebel lists had triple Tontons in. <laughs> they, yeah, they all had later in. And then two of them had Sabine. <laughs> and there was also two palps. There was another palp list which was very different to um, Luke's list. Um, whereas Luke's was leveraging snipers, this was leveraging death troopers with um, Palpatine. But yeah, I... so here's this one that is more similar to one I tried with battle meditation. So you've then got perfect activation control all the time. Yeah, it's not. I don't think it's as good as Luke's. Luke's is very well rounded. Um, it's but you can see why Luke won with that list. It's very anti-meta. It is on meta because Palpatine has always been in the meta. Um, Palpatine, Alchemy's won a grand championship. So this LVO was a Grand Championship. Alchemy's won the last Grand Championship in the in America with Palpatine. Yeah. So he's always been in the meta. He's always been up there. It's just he's not spammed, but he's a very he's a meta unit. I'd I'd say. I think he. I think it's a very you can ex- like because every other tournament, like all the primes and everything you're seeing, you don't see him. But then when it comes to a big tournament, obviously all the big players have been practicing with him and then they he'll suddenly come top like this. And I think it's it's good to see that, like a hot, dark meta unit, if that makes sense. Yeah, because, well, the meta is what you expect to see at an event, not what's going to win all the time, what, what you expect. So at a big event, your meta is going to be Shaw Troopers, Tontons, Imperial Armor, and then give or take characters. But at a big event, I'd say... I mean, obviously, I'm saying it because Luke's won an event and the last event he'd won with, but people follow suit. So when Alchemy's won with Emperor Palpatine, a lot of good players will have started picking up Palpatine and playing with him just to see how he yep. won. And that's, I, that's, I mean, I'm talking out of pure speculation. I think that's probably what Luke's done. Saw the Orc won an event with it, saw the meta, looked at what's a good counter pick, and then just ran Palp. And two Palps in the top eight shows just how meta he is. At the moment, um, at Leodis there was two palps, and at um, sorry, there's three palps. Um, there was yeah, there was a double palp in the first round. But they were other. before LVO, just to make that. Yeah, clear. yeah, that was before LVO as well. So, I mean, I'm definitely looking at palp. I've been looking at palp for a long time, and like I said, the only reason why I haven't is because I don't own shore troopers, um, and I've put a lot of time practicing rebels, but. And this is purely just for worlds, for what I'm thinking to bring to worlds. Um, 
and I've told Nicky to use Palpatine for a long time and he just doesn't like him, but I wouldn't be surprised yeah, if Palpatine... I think it's the same boat for me. I wouldn't be surprised if Palps in the final world probably run by a... It could be run by anybody because he's, he's a very good PC if you know how to use him. But congratulations to Luke taking out a, another big event. Yep. Um, 100 and, 115 players. He went undefeated because you had to go undefeated to win this event. So eight games or nine? It was four on day one and then three on the other day. So seven games. Seven, yeah. So he went seven and oh, the only person to do it, obviously, because he's the winner. So big congrats to the to the world champs in massive commas. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I beat him. So does that make me better? Ooh. <laughs> oh, Ooh. one was being thrown down now. Nah, he'll smash me in real life probably. Um, although he plays Palp and Palp needs end, end game, and anybody knows that the meme is that I'm a slow player. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> well, yeah, that's all right. You'll get issued a warning, just I'll like because that was the, that was in the final as well, wasn't it? Oh yes. So Luke actually did a massive blunder. Um, he went with a unit that already had an order token on it, and didn't flip the order. To- so he pulled out the bag. And went with the mortar team that already had an order token on the battlefield, so he couldn't have gone with it. Oh, he had to go okay. with another unit. So when it came to it later, and he was like, "I should have another activation somewhere," this mortar had been had used an activation and had one on the battlefield ready at the side of him. Yeah, which I'm, is I'm, massive... I haven't finished the game, so yeah. I've, I've heard of it's, the it's, controversy with it. So I think that's what happened. It looks like that's what happened. There was some way he pulled from the bag. Realised that the unit he was given the order to already had shouldn't have gone or had been gone. It was like two to two two or three activations earlier they missed it. So Luke got a two point hard warning. Bear in mind if you get five points you get disqualified from the event. So that's like was there also a slow play warning as well during the final. That was in the game before that I think I didn't watch, but I, I remember somebody saying ah, okay. somebody was slow playing. Um, yeah, that was an interesting point. So we've got a two-point two hard warning, so that's almost 50% of the way to being disqualified. Um, so it was a very big... Uh, well, mistakes Brent, happen, yeah, but you got to well, be punished. Bre- Brendan said if this wasn't the final game, he'd, be, he'd, he'd have dished out a bigger punishment, which to me seems if this wasn't the final game, that would have been a four-point warning or maybe a game loss because of how serious it was. Fair point. Yeah, so fair, you just fair. got to remember, even if you're at the top level, you can always make mistakes and always, even if it's a genuine mistake, if it affects the board state that much, the judge is inclined to just either give you a big, big, big penalty or a game loss if it's something. It doesn't matter if it's a mistake or intentional. If it affects the board state massively like that, then expect well, a it's big. Fair, isn't it? That's the yeah. whole reason behind it. Yeah, it's. It just expect a big repercussion, so just always make sure every time you do something, you've done it right and all that kind of shit. And I can't be asked going into it, but <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not what we that's not what we do, is it? We we're more more about the the lists, and yeah, we're about discussing the, list game, and the matches, discussing games, yeah. Um, so we've gone for an hour and twenty, Ooh. and there's only two of us. <laughs> Although we did talk a lot about uh, our three tournaments that we went to, maybe we need to. It's only a second podcast as well, so we need to learn how to speak faster about certain stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, I haven't got anything uh, for the next two weeks, so apart from practicing for Euros, so maybe the next one will be a bit short. 
yeah, I've got note for two weeks as well, so it'll be kind of a pull out some stuff that we want to talk about. Um, but yeah, um, I have some news for like London GT and Euros and that stuff, but we'll save that for two weeks' time and we'll talk about that then because. Um, it give us something to do. Yeah, give us something to do. I mean, long story short, I'm running a third event now at the UK Games Expo, which is the, which is actually the UK Grand Championship. So London GT will be a three man team event, which is probably like the first real life three man team event there is. That's not three people playing in one game. That's three individual games where you throw down cards and work out who's playing who. Um, uh, okay. So it should be fun. It should be a nice uh, team events. Are if you could, if you could, if I could choose between going to a team event and a singles, I'd always go to the team events because it's just a lot more fun. Um, games you can bring like really wacky counter lists because you can just pull out like a, a double tank list against something that has no impact because you can see it and you can just play it against it. Um, so it's so you form in a meta, isn't it? Like kind of thing. Yeah, there'll be drafted some, meta. There'll be some janky list. There always is at team events, and it's going to be good fun. And it's actually an event that I'll get to play in because it's not a major event, so I can judge in it and play in it. Hey, you're going down. Um, I need a team. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've already teamed up with David. Ah, oh, fuck! You stole him. I was gonna make like an a, <laughs> I was gonna make an A team of me, David and Nikki, and try win my own event, but I don't think I'll do that now. Um, well, I, I've asked Thomas, but he hasn't answered me yet, oh, so maybe we, we could squeeze you in with yeah, me, you and David. I might join you and David then. Um, but we're on a team as well. Like, we'll quickly go over team the team. Yeah, yeah. So you're the captain. Not doing well though. You're Not the like, captain oh. of us, aren't you? I am. I'm the leader of the ragtag bunch for the uh, team league. So you're the but... person we blame when we lose. It's not even my fault. I haven't even played my game yet. Uh, yeah, the guy who I'm playing said we don't need to play his game now. I was like, yeah, true, we don't. <laughs> just... Yeah, I've I've had the same message as well, and I'm like, no, I'm still playing it tomorrow. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm playing him at five a.m., so I might just say no and just give him the win. It's not going to matter. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I mean, as you say, we've already lost three games out of the five for our team games. Yeah, and I think only the top person in each group goes through. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. so. And the other team in his group is going to go through and win all the games. Um, team will endless, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we might as well just play for fun now. Funzy. So I might end up getting my game in. But that's us from Pull From The Stack. Probably what we call Pull From The Stack for much longer because we might name change because I'm indecisive. <laughs> <laughs> like a woman. I'll pop that in. But yeah, thanks for tuning in. Uh, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you in two weeks. I've been Ellis, reminding you to... Um, Make sure you play the rules right. And I'm Andy, or AJ, and I'm here to remind you not to knock your army over. <laughs> Peace out. Fuck you, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> In a bit.